Welcome to the MEFG Global Markets Podcast with Ehsan Komen, Head of Emerging Markets Research EMEA. It's Friday 15th September 2023 and in this week's podcast with Ehsan, we continue our ESG series, looking at the US Inflation Reduction Act, one year on. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Ehsan. How are you doing today? Hi, Nazina. Well, thanks. And yourself? Very good. Thank you. So, Ehsan, you and the ESG EMEA team have recently published the latest in the ESG series of what the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, that's the U.S. IRA, has achieved in its first year since becoming law. Can you offer our listeners the key takeaways? Thank you, Nezina. So, yes, so one year on since U.S. President Biden signed the landmark IRA into law, and we do hold conviction that we are in the early innings of a renewables capex supercycle. Indeed, there's been no shortage of figures attesting to the really cosmic transformation of the made in America clean energy renaissance. We've had more than 80 clean energy projects that have been announced, more than 185 gigawatts of clean power capacity pledged, that's equivalent to around 80% of the current clean power capacity in the US, more than 170,000 clean energy jobs created, over $4.5 billion in consumer savings made, and nearly $300 billion of clean energy investments, which is equivalent to the previous seven years combined committed. Now, following the post-World War II US conventional energy boom, alongside the US shale's recent prominence, the sheer magnitude of the IRA's depth and breadth does mark, in our view, the beginning of the third American energy revolution. Yet despite its unrivaled merits, we are asking what the IRA is not addressing. Indeed, implementation, political and regulatory hurdles abound. While the wave of project announcements is indeed encouraging, the big challenge for us will be getting them built. Clean energy projects do face a multitude of obstacles across the supply chain, from raw material constraints and labor shortages to permitting issues and log lead times for grid connection. Politically, Republican victories in the 2024 elections would set up challenges to IRA financing provisions. And in a societal context, nothing in the IRA attempts to price the social costs of emissions, which include climate events like this summer's intense heat waves that take a pressing toll on federal relief funds. Mechanically out of the IRA scope is offtake demand management for certain clean energies, such as hydrogen, which is critical for projects to come to a final investment decision, that's FID. And conceptually, the IRA is more heavily focused on carrots rather than sticks, with some of the more complex policy designs, such as a nationwide carbon pricing and trading scheme, out of scope for now. But overall, one year on, and the data does suggest that corporates are really just tipping their toes in, and the real floodgates of investment, in our view, is set to precipitously accelerate once the partisan rancor settles down. Now, what excites us most surrounding the IRA's framework is its unparalleled ability 
to help the U.S. meet its climate targets, keep prices affordable, whilst ensuring the security of suppliers. So succinctly put, the energy trilemma pillars of affordability, security, and sustainability naturally dovetail, in our view, with this Goldilocks piece of clean energy regulation. Yes, granted, the IRA is not a one-stop shop for a rapid energy transition. Indeed, one piece of legislation cannot single-handedly solve the multidimensional net zero equation. But what it does represent, in our view, is an unprecedented long-term stable decarbonization policy. And all in, with the largest climate legislation in US history now turning one years old, it really has been a birthday to celebrate. Thanks, Ehsan, for providing context into this burgeoning theme in the ESG space. Can you elaborate on what you are hearing from clients surrounding the US IRA today? So yes, we have surveyed our clients to decipher the market pulse on this critical theme. And our key takeaways are fivefold. And allow me to elaborate on each of these. The first, a core commonality that we have been hearing is that corporate decarbonization commitments and the IRA are accelerating willingness to invest in renewables, hydrogen, carbon capture, battery storage, and energy efficiency solutions with an expected inflection towards the end of this year and going into 2024 for more discernible green capex and an uplift in investment as well as profitability. Second, commonalities among major green capex allocators are largely prioritizing rates of return and balance sheets over voluntary decarbonization commitments. Third, companies stress supply chain bottlenecks and long lead times related to bespoke tools for manufacturing batteries and transformers for electricity trans- transmission. Indeed, grid reliability as renewable generation and electrification penetration ramps up has been a pressing issue. Fourth, commonalities point to a more noticeable noticeable rise in announcements to investments from renewables, development, battery storage, blue hydrogen, carbon capture, energy efficiency, electrification, as well as sustainable aviation fuels, that's SAF. And fifth and finally, green enablers both offer opportunities and risks with supply chain sectors, in particular, warranting investment in the near term to avoid medium-term risks which is being seen as underappreciated. Thank you, Sam, for this interesting discussion. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, and you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.